0: Hey everyone, this is Abhilash. Welcome to the second episode of my podcast, The Legal Aliens. Today, one of my friends at Texas A&M University is in here as a guest. Hey, Devipya, can you go and introduce yourself?
1: Hi, thanks Abhilash for having me. Uh, So this is Devipya, and I'm a master's student at uh, Texas A&M University. Uh, So my major is electrical engineering. Uh, I worked for, uh, so I actually graduated in 2014 and I worked for Synopsis for about five years and then, yeah, here I am. Uh, it's been a year, so one more year to go. Hopefully, I'll graduate next year. So that's me in short.
0: Okay, so, man, you've done your undergrad in, in BITS and like, man, like now you're uh, here at Texas a and like how do you feel like, man, is a difference in education between the BITS and here?
1: um actually there is uh, in bits we had this uh, uh, curriculum where we choose uh, we choose our own professors like the first uh, the first year was quite uh, the same where we have compulsory courses but this, from the second year we had we have these uh, uh, you know compulsory courses but also some electives that we can choose uh, so that way it was not very different from what's here uh, in terms of the flexibility of courses, mm-hmm. so that that was one. Um, that's one thing about BITS. Uh, so that way, uh, even though even though that curriculum-wise is this, uh, is the same, but I think teaching-wise here it's a little more uh, practical-oriented. Mm-hmm. Like um, the projects that we get or the homeworks that we uh, have over here, they're. Uh, They're less about just uh, technical, they're more about how this can be applied uh, in the Mm -hmm. industry, at least with the courses that I have done. Uh, I'm actually into analog electronics. So all the courses that I've taken are also in analog. So I can only say, you know, with respect to these courses. But yeah, I think it has been more industry oriented. Uh, Maybe also maybe because it's a master's program. So Mm -hmm. the one that that I did in bits was a bachelor's program. But yeah, TAMU is actually known for uh, analog. So that way, oh, cool. the courses that I did uh, were all analog. And uh, so, yeah, I think that's the difference. That if you if you probably choose a college that's known, uh, you know, for the field that it's known, uh, then I think you get the best experience in general also.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, this is not the first time man. you're applying for Texas A&M, right?
1: So, uh, I I graduated uh, with bachelor's in 2014, right? So, I applied mm-hmm. for Purdue and Texas A&M that year because uh, I was also applying for core jobs. I was like very mm-hmm. keen on uh, only going the core side because I, uh, even though I was relatively like my grades were better at programming okay so i mm-hmm. i'm not going to lie i don't have <laughs> really uh, i have i have worse grades only in my core subjects but but i knew that uh, i would get really saturated if i did a software job so if i think mm-hmm. of uh, a, a job in the long term so i i should be able to enjoy it and make some money you know uh, yeah that's true it, so that i want to do it for 20 years or something so so I didn't see myself doing a software job, so I was very sure that I had to go into core. So I, uh, I would, I sat for placements. So I got into synopsis. Uh, but mm-hmm. I already applied for uh, masters as, as like a backup, you know. Oh, okay. You know, just in case I to get a core job, I'm not gonna go into software. So I need, I need maybe a master's degree to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, somehow transition into a core job. Mm-hmm. So that was my thought process. So uh, I. I got an admit in TAMU uh, in fall, 14 fall, you know, as soon mm-hmm. as I graduated. But because I already had an offer in hand uh, from Synopsys, I, I, I got to know the, about a different option that existed then. Mm-hmm. So I thought, why not just, you know, get an experience, core experience for one year and then, uh, you know, really see if I need the master's degree to, uh, you know, to grow in this field. Or if I don't need it, then I can continue. Uh, and if mm-hmm. I do, I still have from TAMU. And I and I was really keen on TAMU because uh, it is one of the affordable universities that is really good for analog. So my that job was good. also in analog layout. So that was like really in line uh, with all that what I wanted to do. Uh, but what happened was um, after one year, when it was time for me to go, uh, I kind of booked my tickets. got got my accommodation fixed and even if checked in here at tamu and everything but then i don't know Mm -hmm. it was some parental pressure um and then i don't know uh somehow somehow i couldn't go that year um i had to cancel my uh i had to you know tell them i cannot make it yeah so i i told them i cannot make it Uh, um and then but even though um i gave in to say parental pressure i i could still uh, not be happy doing what i was doing uh, i mm-hmm. wouldn't say it was a bad job but then i don't uh, like after 2 years it gets really saturated i mean your learning yeah. curve goes uh, flat and then yeah. you 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 kind of do the same thing over and over again so I mm-hmm. felt that I, 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 a lot of people told me maybe you can switch jobs, you know, if the ch- if it's only change that you're looking for. But then mm-hmm. I felt that changing jobs is only gonna, uh, you know, keep keep it fresh for like say six months, eight months. But then yeah. the job is the same. There's no learning because it's it's technical learning that you want to do. Yeah. yeah. So then I figured that I should probably do masters and then, uh, you know, do a little bit different in the same field, but, uh, something mm-hmm. different, like you know, shift from, uh, I was doing layout. So shift from lay- layout to design field. So the, the thing, mm-hmm. um, so after the two years, the rest of the three years, I still kept, uh, working at synopsis. I, I, I would, I would say I really got good opportunities over there working on the really latest uh, technologies. Mm-hmm but i knew that mm-hmm. i could you know i could challenge myself even more uh, i wasn't you know doing uh, giving my best for sure so uh, i think my parents also saw how um, unhappy and uh, not satisfied i was with what i was doing mm-hmm. so so even they were like maybe you should just go <laughs> so so mm-hmm. yeah. so after 5 years uh, like 4 years i applied again and then uh, joined in fall two thousand nineteen, and I don't regret what mm-hmm. I did. I think I learned, and whatever I did is mm-hmm. has been useful so far to me. uh Because I think the difference is that I haven't switched fields. So if I did, mm-hmm. then all those five years would probably not uh really be helpful uh, in terms yeah. of technical knowledge. So because I am sticking mm-hmm. to the same field. Uh, it kind of helps me you know it only uh, adds to what I want to do in the future
0: they count as the relevant experience part in your profile
1: yeah kind of kind of yeah it also like helps me uh, like when I when I was talking to interviewers for my summer internships uh, I, I had a lot of relevant things that I could talk about uh, mm-hmm. so I think so I think relevant experience always helps you know it's never like it's never late uh, if you try to switch fields then maybe earlier the better because you don't want to yeah. um, uh, you, you know because the experience that you gain is not fine. so maybe earlier the better mm-hmm. but if you're sticking to the same field then I think uh, there's no timeline whenever you think you're ready I think you're you're good
0: Okay, so you came in like with an RA in your hand, like right at your admit time, like and you got the full funding for your first year at least. And what's the story behind that?
1: Um, so I was told by a lot of my uh, friends and seniors that, you know, the best way to um uh, get funding is to ask for funding. So so I realized that I should probably keep shooting emails to all the professors that I'm interested to work with. So even, uh, so to all the universities that I applied, I kept emailing professors uh, about, you know, uh, so I would just read up their papers and then uh, tell them that I find something interesting. And if uh, I get an admit, I would probably want to work with you uh in so and so field so i mm-hmm. took that as a format and i kept shooting emails to professors so i got into tamu and uh, i only got reply from the professor who's my advisor now only after I got the admit. So uh, even though I sent him multiple emails before I got the admit, like right when I was applying and everything, like after I would just read his paper and say this, this, so you, you don't really have to like understand the whole <laughs> thing. right? Yeah. I would just, I would just read something and I'm like, okay, this is like really interesting. And mm-hmm. some, some basic question that comes to my mind, I will just ask him that. And he actually didn't reply to, uh, uh, yeah, until I got an admit. So after I got an admit, I saw one on his website. He had a notification that he was looking for uh graduate assistance. and then he mentioned that people who have uh, relevant uh, work experience will be preferred. So mm-hmm. what? Uh, so I sh- shot him an email, and then he replied back to me asking to meet him uh, after I reach uh, on campus, and that's how. Uh, yeah, that that was pretty uh, nice actually uh so i got uh uh i got an assistantship for the first year but then due to covid and everything the budgets got uh-huh. cut and then in the second year now i don't have funding i just only have the uh departmental scholarship but but yeah i was able to get the funding the first year so i would say uh you there's no like sure formula for say getting funding it's just that if the re- research group has uh you know mm-hmm. funded projects already i mean because you're a master's student right so we we don't oh, yeah. uh so it's not a long-term thing so if there are already phds who are, have some uh f- funded projects or who are about to get some funded projects then you have a good chance of getting a uh, a funding mm-hmm. uh, if you if you like able to collaborate with those funded projects so it's. It, mm. I would really say it's timing and luck and your skills if they're relevant to the uh, research group over there so I if you if if there's someone who's looking for like funding then I would say uh, see uh, if you fit in and then see if they have funded projects going on Uh then yeah then i think you have a uh, better chance over there but i would say just f- f- uh try you know try every 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 <laughs> everything that you can do if you get it it's good if mm-hmm. you don't then you learn yeah so it's you do your your part and if uh it works out it's good for you otherwise yeah, like it's when- still it's mm-hmm. still you you at least get to know uh through your research yeah, you know what not to what, do <laughs> Yeah, or what's a good place to be, whether or not you get funded, it's also important to be in a research group that does good work, right? So, I, uh, um, because yeah. tomorrow, if you want to do a thesis and get a publication, it's better to be in a very good research group. Because all you learn depends on your peers and the opportunities that you get. You know, nobody's good or mm-hmm. bad. It's just the opportunity that you get. So, if you get a good opportunity, yeah. you grow. So, it's the chance. Sure. So, uh, so, just don't lose chances by not trying.
0: Oh, yeah that's a good one okay so you got your summer internship like at at qualcomm right am i right
1: yeah it, it was at qualcomm.
0: okay so uh like man uh was it like virtual or like in person
1: uh it was actually virtual sadly but yeah better be mm-hmm. safe than sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, so nice. it was supposed to be in san diego uh but i did it from college station right from my room so mm-hmm. yeah it was virtual
0: So you have like quite a bit of work experience back in India and like when you did your internship like in the summer in Qualcomm. So how would you say like uh, what are the main differences like between your working style and like when the whole environment of it in USA and India and like how different was the virtual experience like in in your summer internship?
1: So one thing that I saw was uh, different, you know, just comparing... Uh, a company in india versus a company uh, a similar company like both are mncs right so a similar company in uh, usa so uh, there's more research work that is uh, being done or uh, more opportunities that exist in the U.S. when compared to India. I mean, uh, I would say the number of opportunities are more in um, mm-hmm. the U.S. So if I were to do the same thing in India, uh, there would probably be very few research projects and uh, maybe an intern or even like that would be that would not be an opportunity for almost anybody. Uh, there would be only fewer opportunities and it would be you would have to le- like really work hard to get into uh, uh, you know a team or a part of a team that's doing the research part so when I was in synopsis uh, i I think i would I was like lucky because we had a team of about twenty to twenty five people mm-hmm. and uh, I got to work on one of the uh, you know latest projects in synopsis but that uh, opportunity was not there for the other uh, twenty people, mm-hmm. but when I was working in Qualcomm, uh, almost uh, like the work that I did was mostly research and uh, investing, and depending on an intern for research and uh, not because usually interns what uh, what uh, opportunities they get is you know just to do some small task in a very big project yeah. that's already going yeah. on. But that was not the case uh, when I worked for Qualcomm in San Diego. Uh, I was, I mean, I had one project, which was actually, uh, I, I actually worked on two projects. One of them was uh, a real-time project, and the second one was a research project. Mm-hmm. So that made me realize that uh, the company invests a lot more, uh, you know, if if you're in the United States versus if you're in India. Mm-hmm. So a lot of development work happens in India, but a lot of research seems to be happening in the United States, which is like a very contrasting thing that I've seen. Yeah. So that that one thing I would say is the difference. I mean, the employee is uh, not probably not taken for granted. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, In India, is very it's very much expected. I mean, if if you uh, I mean if you have a tape out or if you have a deadline, then you're and try to meet the deadline it's somehow an accepted norm i don't know if it's if it's uh we as employees if we make it normal or if it's the company i don't know i don't know who to pick fault
0: type, i think like, then, what you call it, like it's just the culture like in general
1: yeah maybe it's that because when i come here it's the same i mean the team that i worked for was completely indians like all of them were indians but still there was a difference so i think it it's like it's something that we also uh build up as a culture like culture it's just all the employees together make up the culture right so so if all of us decide that we're not gonna work more than what we are paid for then then i think then we should be good i don't know there's a sense of more competition that exists in india uh maybe than in here i'm not really sure what the where the fault is, but uh, there's definitely a difference in the work culture, and uh, uh, but uh, but with respect to uh, say. If if I'm a junior, is my opinion uh, or is my uh, input regarded uh, in the team mm-hmm. or not? I I think it kind kind of depends on the team because it, whether I was at Synopsys or at Qualcomm, um, whether I was I was just a fresher, but still all my ideas were uh, you know discussed and uh, you know few were implemented uh, mm-hmm. because they saw merit in it. So I think that that is good. That's a good thing that, you know, uh, I mm-hmm. see some people complaining about that that mm-hmm. doesn't exist in India, but I think I was lucky to have that. In my so like you
0: feel valued? Over uh,
1: so that is, yeah, I feel mm-hmm. valued even though I was a junior. Uh, so that was a good thing. So that I see in both, but uh, working mm-hmm. hours, you know, people yeah. in India stretch too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with respect to virtual internships, uh, there is definitely a difference. I mean, you cannot deny the bonds that you uh, develop and the connections that you make uh, is different when you when you do it in person. And uh, Qualcomm actually is known for its intern program where uh, the interns all stay together, or uh, there's like a a residential uh, there's like nice. an accommodation that Qualcomm provides. So all of this, all of, I mean, all the interns would have like stayed together and you would, your network yeah. would have grown really uh, by a lot if you were actually in San Diego doing the internship. And they also are supposed to have a lot mm-hmm. of activities uh, for interns. So we kind yeah. of missed out on all that, you know, virtual, virtual is fun. I mean, but in-person is more fun, but yeah, but I think, but the good part is that they didn't yeah. cancel the internship because a few companies go with, they canceled the internship so it was a good thing that they stood by what they offered earlier so I think that's a good thing because you because only if we trust the company is when we mm-hmm. want to join the company right so I think it's a it's a give and take and I think Qualcomm did a good job in that so Uh, So virtually, even though I lost out on the entire, but uh, it really depends on the team. Like my team was a little more um, engaging, Mm -hmm. maybe because it was a small team, a team of uh, three people, including me. Okay, (laughs) So it's a really small team Uh, and plus the manager. So I was kind of in touch with all of them. I kind of bugged all of them. I mean, I was like, I'm going to make that i have right now it's virtual but i'm gonna make yeah. the most of it because many companies have actually canceled it right yeah. so you know better something's better than yeah other.
0: like man if not the full experience like at least the experience money that's always helpful yeah
1: <laughs> yeah uh i mean uh, i think what you lose out on the is button. the personal connection that you build otherwise uh, yeah but work-wise um you, I mean, it's easier to walk up to mm-hmm. someone's desk and ask them a question, uh, but if it's online, then it's kind of yeah, it's, it's not. I'm not used to this, right? So it's kind of uh, mm-hmm. you're not yeah. sure if you if the person is busy or not. I don't know if you can pay them all the time, and you don't really want to yeah. make a bad impression that you mm. are really depending yeah. on them for everything. So it's it, it's very easy. I mean, you, you know the situation. You know how busy the team mm-hmm. is. If you were there in person, oh, yeah. you know yeah, what's like, the best It can get like
0: really get awkward really soon so it, yeah. It's
1: kind of difficult to. Yeah. Yeah. But I made sure that I don't uh, bug the same person every time so <laughs> I kind of alternate uh, so mm-hmm. that, you know, the person is not uh, <laughs> like vexed uh, the interns always mm-hmm. trying to eat up my time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe you can do that if you have to do it online, just, you know, distribute yeah. your system.
0: Cool. So what are your plans for like your after the master's phase? Like, are you planning, like, my article on your PhD or, like, like, just planning for a job? And, like, I mean, what's your thought process in that? Um,
1: actually, right now, I'm still not decided. Um, all, PhD is on the cards, but I'm not sure if I'm going to do it right now because uh, I, I feel that I want to do a PhD, but maybe mm-hmm. after a little bit of an industry experience, um. yeah um, maybe that will also nice. give me another reason to come back to school you know uh, if I also do the PhD now so if yeah, you want to come back that's to school, pretty much then done yeah be out of options but yeah but mostly it's about yeah but mostly it's about Uh. I I mean personally I want to do a PhD when I uh, have a research mm-hmm. problem that I that I want to solve and I think I want to you know, get some industry experience mm-hmm. and get some perspective on where uh, the uh, technology is going. And maybe then I will probably come back to PhD. Right now, I, I probably, uh, I mean, I'm looking to mm-hmm. uh, join the industry. Sounds, the fair, sounds fair.
0: So, like when, uh, what has been like your job search strategy?
1: So, uh, that's one thing that my mm-hmm. work ex helped me with. That, you know, I, I yeah. know what I want to do. Uh, so it kind of reduces the entire process of applying to companies so because i only mm-hmm. look for mm-hmm. the specific roles that i want to go uh if i if i did the same thing like if i did my master's immediately after my undergrad i would not yeah. have known what sure. role i want to choose what team i want to go and mm-hmm. and what i want to look in the team you know i i want to make sure the team that i work with uh you know probably has new projects and does not keep doing the same projects mm-hmm. by just making small fixes so I have a clarity as to uh, uh, what team I have to choose so that yeah. way I don't I don't apply yeah. for a hundred jobs maybe I apply only for 10 maybe mm-hmm. maybe that reduces mm-hmm. chances of getting a job as a whole but even if I if, even if yeah. I get another job that I don't yeah. want to do there's no point right I mean that that's at least my point Opinion. So that actually, mm-hmm. this work actually helped me in even choosing the I wanted to do or the projects that I wanted to do in my research and uh, the companies that I apply to and the teams, I mean, specific teams oh, okay. in the companies that I apply to. It narrows down your options, but uh, that's how I wanted to uh, go about it. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. to only take up roles or uh, do. And companies that I know that I would continue. I just don't want to do it for the sake of it. That that was my uh, thought process. So even for full time, I'm kind of looking for specific roles in analog design. Um. So so that way, <laughs> it's probably harder because yeah. you only have few vacancies and you have to be on time for them. And then if you miss your mm-hmm. chance, then you probably don't have uh open again so um so yeah it's but i think it's only good in the long run if you have clarity or, or else it's just a it's just mm-hmm. more longer mm-hmm. path to where you want to go
0: so my last question to you is like you had to keep up the motivation like for five long years to actually uh like to finally enter usa like as a master's student and after that like I mean after your like, you're almost half, half, like, more than halfway through your master's right now. So, like, when coming from India to here, like, after all those struggles and hardships, like, what do you feel, like, when is the grass really greener on the other side?
1: Um, That's a very <laughs> difficult question to answer, I guess. <laughs> but, um, uh, I would say, if you, uh, I had many options, like, I already had mm-hmm. a job in, in Hyderabad, so I could be continuing doing that Uh, or I could have done a master's in Mm -hmm. India uh, or a PhD or a master's in India or I could have switched companies so out of all the options I chose a master's in USA and the reason for that was not to uh, settle down in the USA so if the reason was to settle down in the USA it wouldn't make sense to wait yeah, so long that. right but my my sole reason was i wanted to learn and i wanted to get an exposure and i wanted to see how research works in uh, mm-hmm. united states because it's because yeah. it's known They're popular for that i mean it, it is one of the research hubs yeah so I, to this was the wholesome experience that i was looking for so i uh, i can only get uh, a part of it if i was in india so it doesn't uh so even if it was five years or ten years i think if you really want to do something then these number of years it's it's Mm -hmm. just a number i mean you can do what you want at any point of time in your life and whatever you learn is only going to help you Mm -hmm. so it's kind of uh maybe it's it's only easier to do what you want to do rather than just um Rather than just you know doing what everybody Mm -hmm. else is doing, because everybody else usually don't wait. They don't wait for five years to do a master's, or they don't uh, probably they think it's too late to go Mm -hmm. for master's now. But I would say if you want to do it, just go ahead and do it. And if for your I mean coming to your question is grass really greener on this side? Um, I don't know. I I think I just (laughs) winged it. um, I would. yeah, I mean it, it's just how you see it. I mean, you just you just have to keep doing what you love, and then you you you're never bothered about what's on the other side. Actually, you 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 if because you would only focus on your side of the uh your side of it, and then you it doesn't really matter how the grass is there on the other side. <laughs>
0: So thanks a lot David, for all your information and like your wisdom from your experiences, like back in India and also in USA. Mm-hmm. Hope things get better soon. And like you get the opportunity that like, you're looking for. It may be in USA or like your job back in India, your PhD, like whatever like, you're planning for. And thanks a lot like for being the guest on my podcast. It's been like, great knowing you.
1: Oh, it's been my pleasure, and all the best to you too. And uh, it was—I was actually very fun being on being a part of your podcast, and I hope it becomes. I'm a great hoping the same.
0: Fingers crossed. Block. Cool. <laughs> bye bye.